77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. Yeah. I was going to put him in uh, foot, foot. Excuse me. Oh, try that again. Had dinner in uh, Howard Beach last night. I never went to this place before. It's called Da Vinci or something. You know where it is, uh, Louis? It's like a pizza place. It's across the street from Russo's on the Bay. And um, oh, it's but it's a restaurant. It's the it's the place that's an affiliate of Lenny's, or it used to be. Oh, is that right? Because yeah. I love Lenny's Clam Bar. Right, but I, I now I don't think it is an affiliate anymore. It's I think it's its special. own. Yeah, place. it's good. I mean, yeah. the place was good, I and heard, um, yeah, I heard it was they good. have these the 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 walls in the place are all black and white pictures of like famous people. Everybody, in fact, there's one spot where you have Ronald Reagan, Mother Teresa. And the picture in between those two, Conor McGregor. As Bernie would say, God rest his soul, which doesn't belong and why? I mean, my, but it's a, a nice chicken parmesan. It was good. I came for a pizza not to take over today. <laughs> yeah. That's a good Conor. Of course, uh, Conor is uh, Irish. He's not Italian. But my next guest is, and every now and then actually comes from Italy, including this morning, the great defense attorney, the best in the country, quite frankly, the best in the world, my handsome friend, Joseph Tacopina. Jojo, what's going on, kid? Buongiorno. Buongiorno to you, my that's, friend. That's 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 good day in Italian, by the way. That, is that right? Yeah, yeah. What time is it now in Italy where you are? Uh, 2.45 p.m. Oh, so you're, uh, you're, you're six hours ahead of us, six hours ahead. So uh, this is about the time when uh, Italians take a nap. They had like eight glasses of wine at lunch. They take a nap and they go back to work, right? <laughs> Not me. Yeah, I'm on my seventh espresso already, so my teeth are grinding pretty good. Are you? No, are you? Uh, are you? Is your soccer team still playing? Or you're not there for that, right? No, 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 no. We, I am here for that. The, the work happens. Look, I don't play and I don't coach and I'm not a sporting director, right? Right. So the work for a president of a soccer team or any team is in the off season, where you're restructuring, where you're bringing in new staff, yeah. getting new sponsors and stuff like that. So this is this yeah. is the time it, it requires my. Got it. I mean, you're, you're, I, I've been told that I don't spend much. I don't spend much time here anymore. No, I know, but I've been told uh, reading all these magazines that. You're like Steinbrenner, like a real prick. Like you fire your staff like every year if you don't win. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. No wonder yeah. Trump loves I, you. Last year, last year, last year, I had three coaches in one season. <laughs> I love it. I think John Katsimatidis is going to be like that too. If Homer Bush doesn't win this year, look out. He got rid of Alfonso after one season. Um, so tell me, I think I saw this morning. And I'm not sure if you know about this or not, but is the grand jury already looking at the January 6th document case for Trump? Because that one hasn't come up yet, right? We're still in the midst of the of the document case. Your case is still out there next December, Alvin Bragg. We're waiting on Georgia. Mm-hmm. But did I see correctly that the grand jury is already looking at January 6th? Look, uh... We don't know, obviously, that the, the whole purpose of the grand jury is a secret proceeding, right? So we don't really know what they're doing. No one no one knew that they were 
going to be charging in Florida, right? Everyone was looking at D.C. So it really is a secret proceeding. But but the the scuttlebutt is and the word is that, yes, they Jack Smith, same special prosecutor, is looking at very carefully uh, January 6th. And, and, you know, that's like, you know, I, I read somewhere and I think it's a probably good analogy. That's like the great white shark, you know, underwater there treading beneath the water. So yeah. it's, it's uh, something to to pay attention to because it's clear. Look, it's clear that they're going to try anything and everything. OK, um, to get Donald Trump. Um, good case, bad case, you know, a case that shouldn't be brought based on the law. Whatever a case that shouldn't be brought based on the times we live in and, and the polarization of the country, people thinking that the justice system is being used to weaponize, you know, and be used against political opponents. But it's 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 really is is something that at this point it's becoming almost ridiculous. Look, yeah. if there were any brains in the world, you know, what what should happen is is Biden should should be a statesman and say I'm going to pardon Trump. For all these things. And you know how far that would go. It's never going to happen, by the way. But you know how far that would go no. in restoring some sort of decency in the in – the, the, right now it's a full-out war, left against right, right no. against left, Republicans, Democrats. You know, Hunter Biden commits federal crimes, gets a misdemeanor slap on the wrist. Uh, Donald Trump commits federal crimes not nearly as egregious. And, you know, they're looking for lights out time. And <laughs> yeah. it's, it's – it's, you know, people, people are starting to say, hey, come on. This doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel fair. And I know pe- a lot of people who aren't fans of Donald Trump who've expressed that to me. Um, who aren't fans of, of of you know his personality or his presence or whatever, but they've expressed that to me because it started to feel incredibly one sided. Yep. And you know that's that's what's happening here. Yeah, there's no doubt. So I also think I saw that uh, you know. Uh, the Eugene Carroll, which I still think you won. I know there's a fine, and I know there was a, there was a second charge, but she mentioned rape a hundred times, and she didn't get it. So I still congratulate you on that. I think the president feels the same way, but she is going to do it again, I guess, based on uh, President Trump's comments on CNN when he called her a whack job. Uh, is it? I, I believe there's already a date. Is she doing this again next January? It's the first. You know, there were two. There were always two cases. One was a defamation case. Then was the rape case. Um, like you said, he was clear on the rape allegations. The jury found sexual abuse, but but that's not what the case was about, and that's nothing that laid a glove on him. The, the fact that he was vindicated and cleared as a rapist, which would have been a damaging you know, um, finding against him, was the most important thing. But the first case was there. It was the defamation case before she was allowed to bring a rape case, um, and that was the, for saying, you're a liar, I never raped you, whatever. Right. Well, you know, the jury did find he didn't rape her. So I don't know why they're going forward with that case, but they are um, because, you know, it's it's a very convenient form for them. Um, New York City, um, that courtroom, uh, the judge who, you know, is not a fan. And uh, so they have a, a defamation case, purely a defamation case, nothing, nothing. Oh, else. But, but, but it's not um, about that. It's not but it's not about the comments he made on CNN. And this was uh, in place from the very beginning. Well, right. It was in place in the very beginning. They've amended that complaint to add the comments he made on CNN, <laughs> which I don't think, uh, you know, there's still an appeal pending, right? There's still an appeal. So this litigation is not closed. So it, to me, it's covered by the litigation privilege. He's allowed to say what I'm being accused of is false. It's, it's nonsense. It's, it's, it's lies. There's still a pending appeal. And don't forget what she called him was a rapist. And he said that's the worst thing anyone could call anyone, a rapist. And she's crazy. Well, he can't be really defaming her by saying she's a liar when she calls me a rapist. A jury said he didn't rape her. Right. 
Exactly. No, it's ridiculous. I want to move to the uh, other stories, too, but one more on the Bragg case that you were involved in. And what a great picture, Boris Epstein, you, Trump, and uh, I want to say it was Susan and... Susan and Todd. And Todd, Todd. right. Right, that great picture of you guys sitting in the... No, great, maybe not great for Trump, but certainly uh, one will never forget. But I guess uh, December is your next court date. Are, Are you still talking to the president regularly about that, or is that kind of been put on the back burner? It's a little bit put on the back burner right now. Obviously, there's more pressing things to deal with. That case is, is you know, even the the nouveau critic of President Trump, Burr, his former Attorney General Bill Burr, you know, even him, who said anything negative he could say about Trump and and saying how bad these cases are, even he said the New York case is a joke and should have been brought. So. Yeah. You know, but but I don't. We don't need Bill Burr to say that. We know that based on the law and based on the facts. So right. that's that's taken yep. a, a backseat. Obviously, this, this federal charge is yeah. is something that we're dealing. It's with. It's a bigger one, right? I mean, Dershowitz uh, said the same thing to me on this show. He said, "In my 60 years of practicing law, I've never seen a weaker case than the case Bragg brought against Trump." And uh, the other bad news for Bragg is you're on that case too. But I want to move to this uh, submarine story, which. I think I've been uh, I've covered this a little differently, and that is that I'm mad at those people. They're dead. It's a tragedy. I feel horrible anytime somebody dies. But it was so irresponsible of these people, especially that father who took his 19-year-old son on that thing. That kid is dead now for no reason. Everybody told these people that thing is not ready for prime time. It's just not. You know, even James Cameron said it again yesterday, and they still went ahead and did it because rich people do stupid things because they're bored, I guess. I don't know. So I may come off a little tougher than most because while I do admit it's a tragedy, it's one that should have been avoided. But when people die, there's usually a lawsuit. How about here, Joseph? Oh, there'll be lawsuits. I mean, look, I've read, I've read, they have this, this terrific uh, waiver. The company, right? Ocean Gate, I think they're called. They have a terrific waiver where they've really, um, you know, made it clear that you know people who sign this acknowledge there's a risk of death, there's a risk of of injury. Um, you know, a lot of these uh, materials are not necessarily approved um, for usage in a submersive uh, vessel. Uh, it's an experimental vessel, and you know, there's you, you're signing basically all these waivers now. That being said, that being said, there's still a lawsuit here because if things were done to cut corners or if things were done negligently, okay, you're relying on the good faith of a company. Now, you're not – there's no way in that well, way. Well, let me stop, you, let me stop you for a second because let me tell you, the CEO stocked in Rush – who died on that uh, vessel, unfortunately, God rest his soul, he's on record saying that he cut corners, that he did illegal things to get this thing in the water. Exactly. 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 And and, and he knew, and he knew, he was warned not to go through with the dive. And he's the CEO of the company. So you know what? That company, whatever's there, I mean, whatever's, whatever's it's worth, is go obviously will be put out of business, but will be sued, and there will be liability findings. Despite the waivers that people sign off saying, you know, we acknowledge there's a risk of death in there. We acknowledge there's a risk of death, but there's nowhere in there where it says, you know, plus we're going to cut corners, we're going to do things illegally, right. plus we're not sure this is really safe. It doesn't say that. <laughs> it assumes that all the all the, the the responsible actions are being taken by the company to avoid the right. risk of death. Right. Not to enhance it. And that was, you know, that was just absolutely crazy. All right, um, good. So I'm, I'm, I'm so sad. Yep, it is sad, but I'm covering this thing you know, correctly, which is I'm angry. I'm, ang- I'm sad. People die, but I'm angry because it was stupid. Uh, I do want to move to one of the highlights of the week on this program, Joseph, and you're responsible for it, even though you're a continent away. And that is uh, your friend who's in your office as we speak. 
Jason Goldman, you reached out to me and said, hey, Jason uh, would like to hop on. He is representing Jordan Williams, and he was great. I got to tell you, Joseph, he was really, really good. And, of course, the Jordan Williams story, much like the Daniel Penny story, except for one minor difference, and that is that Penny's white and Jordan's black. When I say minor difference, I'm kind of kidding around, but uh, that is the truth. Very similar in a lot of respects, but it does look like, based on the public outcry, getting almost $72,000 in GoFundMe money, that uh, your friend Jason Goldman is in pretty good shape with this case. Well, his client certainly is, yeah, for sure. I mean, look, but it does beg the question, why? Why? Is it really just about color? I mean, is it really? Because why is Daniel Perry being treated so differently? And why Why is he? I mean, what that guy did, I'm sorry. It's, it's sad that that guy lost his life. But that guy was on a train threatening to kill people, vulnerable people, I'm talking about the, in the Perry case, vulnerable people who couldn't defend themselves. And this guy, and, and he wasn't looking like just talking like nonsense. He was in people's faces. He was menacing and threatening. And you have a right to defend yourself or others. As a matter of fact, the law encourages you to do that. So what he did by taking him down is, is, is completely appropriate, completely appropriate. You don't have to wait for someone to be killed to act in self-defense. And so it just it's, it shocks me that there is such an outrage about it, about that case. Yet this other case where there is no difference in, in, in skin color between the, uh, you know, accused accused and or the assaulter and the victim um, is not really becoming uh, an issue for anyone. It is. Uh, it is. Pathetic. Where's Al Sharpton? Where's Kathy Hochul? Where are all the people that wanted to give Daniel Penny the electric chair day one? Not a word about Jordan, because Jordan, of course, is black. If you don't understand that, if you don't get that, you're somewhere between naive and stupid and probably closer to the latter. So you're in Italy, and uh, your newly born grandson, Theo, he's in Europe, too. He's in London. Are you going to make that trip? Oh, yeah, you know that. I'm heading there. Tish is already there. I'm heading there... uh... Uh, in a few days, I'm nice. going to be there for a week with him, and nice. and yeah, the you know Olivia's there, so it's it's been you know it's, it's I can't wait to see him. I mean, this kid is I know he's my grandson. It's going to sound ridiculous, but I've seen you picked up. He's adorable. This kid gorgeous, is, so gorgeous. Um, yep. like that smile. So yeah, I'm yeah. excited. You know, it's crazy. People always said that you know when you become a grandparent, it's different. You know, you have this this really intense love. Like, well, why would I love them more than my children? Yeah. It's not that you don't. But there is something magical about seeing one of your children having a child yeah, and, yeah. and then experiencing that. Because yeah. I tell you something, the first time I laid eyes on that kid in person, you know, I'm not a guy who, who, who emotes much and I don't really get too teary. Um, but that was a time where my knees buckled. I will wow. tell you. So, Look at that. um, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's you know, I'll tell you a funny story. Really I, I, I did an event a couple of weeks ago, wrap it up with this, with uh, Andrea Katzmatidis, AJ and John Katzmatidis for his new book, you know. And we did it from Empire Steakhouse. We had people show up live, a live studio audience. It was a really cool night. And you know, John's had everything, done everything. He's a billionaire. He's anything a man could ever want, he's got it. Gorgeous wife, great kids. So at the end, I said, You've got all of this. What else do you want? And he said, Well, how about a grandchild? <laughs> to your point, that's the one thing he doesn't have yet, and he's got everything, just like you. He's got everything, yeah. but he wants that. And now you can attest, you can confirm to John Katzmatidis how cool that is, right? Absolutely. It just, it's something else. It really is something else. And, uh, yeah, it's exciting. It's just all I can say is exciting, and it's it's an emotional moment, and it's uh, it's fun. And also the great part is, you know, 
at the end of the day, when you actually want to go to sleep, you get to give them back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And the other part is, of course, uh, well, he's not a Takapina, though, right? Because she's got a different name now, your daughter. Yeah, but he really is. I mean, the other yeah. name, we don't even, I don't even remember the last name. <laughs> uh, you know, my, my, it's some, it's some right. like Shaw or something. Right, right. right. But he, I mean, he's really, he's right. a taxpayer. I mean, we, you know. We know. We no, got we're not going to tell the father that. Right. I mean, the father's a great guy. I mean, Dan Schultz, <laughs> amazing guy. But, yeah, he doesn't know the birth certificate. I had that changed to my context there. So it says Theo Tacopina, but that's okay. He'll find out eventually. <laughs> Oh, that is great. Uh, listen, uh, I love you. Enjoy Italy. Enjoy that beautiful little uh, Theo. And then call me from London next week. We'll do it again. Does that sound good? Absolutely, brother. All right, man. Have a week. great weekend. I love you, pal. <laughs>